0: raw spiel give me this spiel raw hello everybody and welcome back to pod number eight (laughs) (laughs) our sound effects every time so today we actually have something new something cool we have a very very special guest her name is jelissa do you want to say hello hello everyone she is (laughs) She's one of my really good pals from back in the day when we were practically babies. And now we're here to reunite, re spark. (laughs) I don't know why I'm all talking like we're romantic. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's been a very
1: minute that we have not seen each other. So,
0: yeah, it's been a long while. But we've both grown a lot, and I feel like we got a lot to share today. And yeah, I'm excited. Um, But before we get into that, Jazzy Jazz, do you want to? Give us some um, jokes or quotes or facts or whatever you got up your
2: sleeve today. <laughs> so in our mental health, you know, series, I thought this was perfect. It says, I see you trying to heal. I'm rooting for you. Don't quit. And I was like, I like that. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's get right into this business.
0: All righty. So.
2: Question number one.
0: Hey, I, I got a
2: question. I got a question for both of you. Since Vanessa, this is like uh, one of your friends from you know when you guys were younger. How did you two meet? Like, what what's your guys' history? What's your story?
0: Oh my goodness! Gracious. <laughs> what? So what had happened was, well, for me, I actually got tossed back and forth between high schools, and it was the first day. At, we were at Enrialto High School at the yes. time, and we walk into chemistry class. I sit behind this girl with bright red hair. <laughs> and our teacher, Mr. Milo
1: Savlevic. Yes. Oh my god! That the class alone with his name, the everything about it just that alone was that we're gonna trying. start something there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, um. And then he said that he wanted us to basically everybody to turn around or whatever and mingle and to ask questions and basically just like do this interview with each other, which is actually Mm -hmm. kind of funny. We started off with an interview. Yeah. And um, the
1: basic, the basic first days, like, oh, get mm -hmm. to know everyone. Like, we haven't known each other for how many times through that school year. But yeah, it was her first time there. So... Go yeah,
0: was. <laughs> I was super nervous. And I just remember you turning around and you were just super happy and joyful. And you're like, hi, I'm Julissa. And then we started doing the questions. And then um, I think that kind of started us writing our notes back and forth because we started doing that like, oh, almost yes, we had a
1: our friendship from knowing each other that year and mind, i only knew her within that year she and because that was the funny thing too that when we did that questionnaire in that class it's like okay i already freaking know all these people from so many of these years in high school and then i turned around i was like oh i don't know this chick was good like (laughs) hey and we we automatically clicked and it came to the point where yeah we had a notebook and we were always writing notes and that was already so juicy and it was just we just really uh, – we came in each other's lives in the moment, like, at the most random time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really needed each other at that time, too, because the way it was at that time, it was just – everything else came into sync. And it was it was really cool, though. Um, but that – yeah, I remember that. I turned around so quick because I startled the shit out of her. That's for sure. I remember that. And I thought that was funny because her knowing me now – I sometimes will um I find it joyful when people get uncomfortable. So I'm like <laughs> I wish she turned and like I turned quick and she looked at me and was like all start I kind of was like I thought it was funny. So I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, hi. Like, I'm happy though cuz I'm innerly laughing at the situation inside." And then um yeah, we we interviewed each other and then I don't know how we just ended up um From then on we were just I just oh, dragged her know. everywhere with me. I was like, okay, let's go have lunch. Oh, we have the same similar this. Oh, cool. Now let's go here. Oh, <laughs> da 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 da. And I'm like, she got stuck with me eventually. <laughs>
0: I needed that, though, because I was, I'm so shy, and I'm so awkward, and I was like, you know what, she's nice, I'm gonna stick to her, and then I remember just being able to see you from a mile away with your bright red hair and your bright red lipstick, like, you were, like, notorious for that.
1: And that's the thing, too, because I went to that school, I've known everyone in that school since middle school there, because I lived in that area for, uh, this was actually the longest time I lived in that area, because as well, I was someone who, went to different schools a lot um, in elementary and middle school. But after middle school in Rialto, I, we just stayed there. Um, So I was able to form a lot of friendships and knowing her that year, though, she was new that year. I didn't know her. And then the year after she ended up moving anyway. So I just knew her only that one year. And to this day, we are here now, like still good friends. Um, and, uh, I forgot what I was going with this. I didn't, even, I
0: didn't even get to finish that year. I had to leave. I started almost, what was it? It was like three months into the end of the year yeah. in Hesperia. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I, was like, yeah. I finally established myself here. I felt like, well, you got Your whole group just adopted me. And I was just like, yay.
1: And that was the thing, too, because Vanessa, she always thinks that she's not someone who, you know, she's very shy and stuff like she overly is shy because I feel like she makes herself more shy but she's not once you know her like you really have to know her to know which you know of course jazz now um or she's like this whole another person and it's just like amazing because when you are when she allows you to be in that presence of her like it's awesome because you automatically feel um loved and and giddy and and joyful and I didn't you know of course like you know people you know at school whatever like i saw how some people stared at her and i was like what the fuck like yeah she's pretty but like you don't got to like give her dirty looks and me i'm <laughs> a very neutral person like i'll talk to anybody and everybody and that's how i was through high school i i feel like i personally didn't really have any enemies i was never into mm-hmm. like um into drama and stuff mm-hmm. but that's just alone me um And I didn't want seeing her and everything. I was like, dude, she's new. She's like a lost little sheep, and like I don't Mm want to see her get tangled in like the wrong groups. And I felt really uh, cool with her Um, right away. Like I just like right automatically. Like I said, I dragged her everywhere because I was like, dude, you're my friend. Like that's it. And that and that's what it was. And um, yeah, a lot of my my friends at the time, they yeah they adopted her real quick in the group.
0: She was not the type of person to hold her tongue, like, she will be honest, and she, she always protected me, if there was anything going on, she stood up for me, and that's the crazy thing, like, I did not know a single soul who hated her, and people are so afraid to speak their mind, because they don't want to be hated, but everybody loved her, like, she was just this ball of light, but she also wasn't gonna take no shit, kind of like you, Jasmine, (laughs) you're this ball of joy, but you're like, I'm not gonna be fucked with, so and that's
1: the funny thing because I feel that's what you always um for you you always attracted that because me knowing uh before you got to reality everything you've told me I'm like that's just how you are like that's what you attract and that's what you know some people they always have that uh type of energy that's like in a way needed in their life because you do take yourself a little more shy but that's the thing you don't you don't get offended if like we come in like uh like say me and jazz like we if we come we're like hey no don't fuck with her like you're not gonna be like oh no no it's okay like you know you were like no you're right like yeah Yeah, don't don't mess with me me. (laughs) and that's where you come out a little more and you we like be for us being the way we are it allows you to like let yourself be a little more more free and and that's what i love because i'm like yes get ghetto with me
0: Yeah. if so, that yeah. we were just started going on. I felt yeah. like we went down memory lane. That, it, it's nice to do that sometimes. You're all so, how'd you guys meet? And we tell you our whole life story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was born this day and that's why I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> okay, so well, I was about to say though, that is true about Vanessa that it's like, it's crazy because I tell her that all the time. Like, You say that you're not outgoing, or you say you're not this, but she is so funny and she is so like, because she brings out that joy in you. And she, like she mentioned on one of the podcasts, it's like a premium subscription to to see that (laughs) part of her. And it's so true because maybe not everyone has access to that, but Mm -hmm. that's how it is. And that reminds me of like my fiance too, because people, sometimes they're like oh you know he seems more calm or he seems more quiet but he is like the biggest goofball ever and I feel like sometimes the people that seem more shy are sometimes the most outgoing and the most like funny people ever you know
1: yes no and I completely understand that because it's the same even like with um with my man like he's more of a he can be like people might think like oh he's quiet but or he looks he looks quiet or he looks very social or this and that but I'm like yeah he's a little bit of both but what I know of him at home I'm like he don't shut up and and this and that but then I'm like but that's what I love about him at the same time and it's the same for me like people know me one way like I'll talk I'm this I'm that like I can be um you know I'm like I'm I'm bossy I'm this whatever but I'm like and that's fine because I'm at when I'm at home like he knows that other side of me and of course when you know that's my partner so it's different with the love um in place but it's still like. I'm more quiet I'm more like oh you know what do we need or this or that and I'm more like more devoted kind of thing and it's and that's of course that's just how people are like you don't you won't know someone unless they allow you to see that side of them but with uh Vanessa like I'm so grateful that I have her as a friend and to see that side of her and <laughs> yeah
0: okay is this about me I thought this was about I you know. today <laughs> everybody's how I feel about you <laughs>
1: for allowing me i feel so honored to be on your guys's podcast well
0: i feel like honored that you even whipped around and you wanted to talk to me and you adopted me and just gave me all the love i needed and oh that was the best i just showered in it
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm super happy you're on our podcast too vanessa was like you guys are gonna vibe super well and mm-hmm. um i'm just excited i'm excited to hear like your point of views and then you're a mom so i feel like we have a lot of relatable things so, oh, yes, <laughs> it's just like, it's cool. You know, I, I would love to have you on more podcasts, too, if you're willing to come on and share your spiel.
1: Yes, most definitely.
2: Most mm-hmm. definitely. And let's just
1: I want to point this out. I did personally ask um, Jasmine, and Vanessa not to tell me any questions or, or like give me a, a heads <laughs> up of everything, um, which I know, gratefully, they did want to um, not necessarily like questions. I don't know how that was going to work, but to like really the topic kind of thing. But I personally asked not to because um I wanted to really give that that whole your guys' title the raw spiel. Like I wanted to give it like okay, let ask me something that I don't know how I'm gonna respond, but mm-hmm. I wanted like <laughs> that excitement. So if this sounds kind of like eh, it's cause like I we don't know how this is gonna go, but I personally had asked them not to tell me, so I'm I'm sorry, I'm really nervous at the same time right now. <laughs>
0: This is a exclusive <laughs> extra raw.
2: <laughs> this is extra raw. I mean the reason too, why we like have questions is just so we could like stay on topic, but obviously all questions we have, we're probably going to ask like more than what is, you know, but it just to mm-hmm. give us like, okay, what can we ask them? or What can we this, you know? So yeah,
1: which I did think was very thoughtful because I know some people don't want to talk about certain things or whatever, but I told Vanessa, I was like, you know, I'll talk about anything. So just <laughs> let ask me and I will go from there. Like.
0: I'm like it's your
1: thing I feel so honored
2: like yes I'm down yes well Vanessa do you want to start do you want how do you want to do this
0: (laughs) well I was going to start off just by asking you if you wanted to tell the viewers a little bit about yourself I feel like we did a little bit of that but (laughs) if you want to kind of go more into like your personal life and since we are talking about mental health if there's anything you want to kind of share kind of lead the way today
1: Yes, I've been keeping up with uh your guys' recent new drop at the th- right now when we're recording. I know you guys pre-record. Um, so what you guys have put out, it's been only the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have already listened to all of them and I oh did cry God. on the first one. I cried <laughs> twice. Like that's how much you had me right away. I called her. I called Vanessa and I was like, I want I'm um, yes, I would definitely be so honored <laughs> to be on it, kind of thing. Oh. Um but I had been keeping up with them and I, I have listened to them. And I know um, a lot of what you guys were mentioning there with the whole issues with 2020 and stuff and um, the mental health. Like it has been a lot of changes this year. Um, me personally, with my personal life, um, I am with somebody, It's my man, like we're not married, we're not engaged. But, you know, we have a child, so we're technically married. Um, <laughs> yeah, <you're> married. And, <laughs> yeah, we're married to baby. It's okay. Um, And I have a, I have a daughter. Uh she's four right now, so she's in that wild growing stage, which <laughs> is amazing, but I'm tired all the time and and um we live on our own um at the time, so that's actually really good because that uh takes a lot of uh, impact on how we are, so I love that because we have our own space kind of thing um and i I'm working at the same time, so i I am a full time worker. Um, I, I don't know, like, that's, personally, I I don't know, that's it, that's all I have so far, (laughs) like, that's my life life, but, um, I have, I don't really have, like, any, uh, hobbies going for me, or anything really of interest, I mean, I've been reading, um, with the changes of this year, though, I have, uh, been more on a spiritual path, um, and more connection, um, I am also, um, I will consider myself a Christian, so I do relate a lot um, to changes. I feel like I've been getting closer to God kind of thing. So that has been a very big impact with me this year um, with aside from that and spiritual changes, because I also believe in, you know, astrology and this and that. And I know a lot of it. If some people hear that they're going to think, oh, well, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Like, how do you do this and that, but that defines what the Bible says or what God does. And, and I'm like, well, if you really have a full relationship, like with god like not to make this religiously in any way um but for me personally i'm like this is what has helped me this year mm-hmm. um but
2: that's okay so that, that. yeah. no it's crazy to me just because sorry to interrupt you but no i always tell vanessa that exact same thing that like right now i'm on a spiritual path as well and i would label myself as christian too But there's other things I incorporate, like meditation and different things. And I tell her, like, why does it have to be so, like, this is the way and the only way if there's certain aspects that help you, you know? And when you said that right now, I'm like, yes, girl, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you have to
1: think, like, our ancestors and things like that, like, Um, a lot of people back then even, um, did like a lot of natural healings and, and, you know, they had to live off the fully off the earth, like not as easy as we have access to stuff now. So things like that, I'm like, you can't, um, you can't shun it to be like, oh, it's just this, or it's just that because no, you're accepting everything and everything around you. And, um, and for all of those changes, like that's, that's what makes it hard for some people to understand. But, um. But for me this year with the with, you know, especially because what's happened in 2020 um, in the very beginning, no one knew what was going on. It was very tough. And me personally, um, I actually got sick um, in January. I don't know for sure if it was, you know, uh, labeled as COVID, um, but the symptoms were very similar. And this was before COVID supposedly, you know, hit um, the U.S. and because it it. And this time frame it hit in March of 2020 um, Mm -hmm. here in the U.S. But, you know, of course, we feel it probably already was lingering around. And me personally, when I went, uh, I was sick kind of in December a little bit. Like I thought, you know, the natural flu, cold, whatever. And then hitting January, I I got really sick um, to the point where it was a month and a half. Going into February, I was extremely with the symptoms um i already was having asthma issues um prior the year before so that kicked in really bad to where i ended up getting bronchitis um you know you think of the fevers you think of everything um that's you know those symptoms and that took a lot because a month and a half not working being sick of course you know i'm very uh of a jokester um why wow. so people, you know, can joke with me too. And I had a lot of coworkers, you know, choking, like, oh, you got COVID? And I'm <laughs> like, like, ha ha ha, you're funny. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, Do I? Like, I'm freaking out. And then, you know, you're at home and you're trying to be strong as you're physically feeling sick. And, you know, my man's freaking out because I'm the one that's more of, like, the the step of, like, oh, do this, do that if you're sick, like, or if our daughter's sick, like, I, I step in, like, I become, you know, overly protective and overly nurturing, and that's just the trait I have, but my man, he was kind of, like, oh, like, I don't know what to do, like, are you okay, like, what do you need, and I'm, like, uh, I don't, because at the time, I'm so, sick i didn't even know what i needed i didn't even know what was going on i'm taking all these medicines um i went to the doctors multiple times and they're just like oh you're just you know it's your asthma or tuberculosis or something but at the time let's keep in mind covid wasn't really here here so mm-hmm. it wasn't relatable to that um or they couldn't find out really they're just like oh you just probably really got sick your immune system is bad but I'm a person who overtakes vitamins and or really watches uh like my my form of diet intake um of food wise and mm-hmm. things like that. So it got to the point where I got really depressed. Um very bad in a and a very personal note. Um I remember laying down one night, um, trying to sleep and I'm overthinking and you know, so many thoughts are in my head, Um, anxiety over kicked in, and I never was really one, um, to be honest, to not believe, but like, you know, because I I know people like, oh, I had anxiety or this and that. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand it. I don't get why you're saying that, because I personally also do know some people who use that as an excuse, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be straight up
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: with that. But at the same time, I was never rude about it. I'm like, okay, so I'll just leave you alone for now, if you're saying Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. but me and now like i guess in a way where i you know talking to the doctors and things like that like i'm like oh okay like i actually i have that like and things like that when i was sick so with the depression i started getting depressed like it would get so important where i couldn't even get up from sleeping because i physically felt like i had fevers and everything and i would start crying and it it was so much to the point that i that night that i was laying down um I honestly just uh, turned over to my to my man, and uh, I was like, "Dude, pray with me." Like, and that's why I like again. I'm not trying to make this a religious topic, but um, it really incorporates to what how much I overcome this year because this happened January, February kind of thing, and I'm laying there like shaking from being so cold, from having the fever, from feeling so depressed and it came to the point where it felt like so many like it was just so much mentally that I literally felt like as if something was scraping like the back of my head like I was cold and like my brain was like being scraped out and I remember explaining that to the doctor and they're like oh that's like you know with anxiety depression kind of related thing and it made sense but at that time when I was feeling it that shit felt weird like it felt like it was the end of the day for me like that was done and I literally laid there and you know when it comes to like say um those moments like you're driving somewhere and you like you know it happens like we're not paying attention or the other person's not paying attention they almost like hit you and you kind of like they say like oh your life flashed before your eyes like it felt almost like that because I was laying there to the point where I felt so fragile that I I even get I'm shaking like getting nervous from talking about it because of that feeling like it was so um something you're not used to you're not used to it so it was just so weird to me and uh I literally aren't
0: helping they're just telling you oh it's this oh it's that get out of here and you're yes laying there like hell
1: i remember going to the er just to have a conversation with a doctor to be like it's just you know you just kind of need to talk it out and i'm like okay this has helped i'm not and the thing is i left the er like feeling not ashamed that i had to go in there (laughs) because i was having a mental breakdown and for me it's if you really know me like you know i um i never really like honestly i i didn't believe in it because i never experienced it not saying it wasn't real i yes i understand that it was real and out there i just personally didn't know of it like because i didn't know I how it's
0: hard to wrap your brain around something that you haven't experienced or mm-hmm. felt yourself so it's hard to like kind of understand it sometimes. yes
1: and again back to that night um yeah, I laid there and I literally was like begging my, my man to like pray with me. And he, it got to the point where I over freaked him out. Cause he's like, why are you talking like this? Why are you, um, you're, you know, you're scaring me. Like, you're going to be fine. And I, I literally was like, I, you know, in all honesty, I was like, God, like, just take care of my daughter, take care of this. Like, if it really is this, like, okay. And because that's how much, like, if you really let Which I understand like, you know, people have different um, levels and stuff. But if it really were to come, come, when it comes down to it, um, you don't know how much somebody is in a state of mind because of how they're letting themselves be. And at that point, I was already so fragile physically that mentally I started dragging down and it got to the point where i even went back to my mom and i'm like mom just hold me hug me like i feel so off i feel like i can't even um function on making breakfast without crying and my daughter needs to eat and like Mm -hmm. i was struggling so much because i was physically like sick and that's why again i don't know if i really had covid but everything symptom related sounded like it um but that alone, I started to slowly get better. I started to overly intake, you know, more citrus, more ginger. Eating a piece of garlic every night. Um, to this day, I still do. So luckily, I haven't really been uh, sick. But maybe you I'm immune. Do I don't know. And do that, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. And um. And then after my my hubby had got sick. Um, he's not my hubby, but I can say he's my hubby. We're <laughs> practically married. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's my hubby. But uh, Mama Ann. and um. Uh yeah so he had got sick a little bit after for like a month and he never had allergies and he ended up getting allergies so again we think maybe it might have been all of that and then my daughter had got sick um but she had like a dry cough for a month almost so uh, after mm-hmm. that we haven't really been sick so i'm like okay maybe we're immune we're we're good we're aliens now but <laughs> but because of that um after that happened it was so honestly very traumatizing um because of that experience when you have an experience like that you know changes need to happen you just don't know what mm-hmm. and I know I allowed the mental part of me get dragged down to where that's what opened up um uh, spiritual wise and I started you know reading more and definitely being off social media because that was not helping
2: mm-hmm. um
1: with everything going on and of course like I said in the beginning we didn't know what was really gonna happen now we kind of um you know we're trying to go about our days we're still being very cautious with everything but we still have to function in some way so throughout because of that i now understand okay i have anxiety um i still don't want to portray it where because of the way i grew up again um this is very true as in a mexican household i am mexican and the way we we personally i grew up um It it wasn't shunned upon, but it's just not known. You don't Mm -hmm. talk about it, and it and it's very common in a very um minority communities, um cultures and stuff. You don't talk about certain things because that's why to them it doesn't really exist. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's just weird. It's like if you're having the sex talk with your, you know, when you're getting the sex talk from your parent or you're, you know, I got to do that later on with my child, like things like that. It's gonna be awkward, but it's just because it's awkward you kind of don't talk about it and this is one of those things it's like a taboo thing and it's hard but when you the main thing is okay that was one way I grew up it's not their fault no one you know we don't talk about this and the weird thing too is that my little brother he actually had anxiety growing up it's not as bad now as before but growing up i honestly would be like what's wrong with you like why are you being like this like relax dude and because i was so used to one i'm the older sister so i'm like i gotta toughen you up i gotta do this and and that's just you know you you that's the way we had grown up but that's not what it is now accepting it yes i do uh, you know apologize to him about it um i personally did i apologize because i was like i now have it i understand it and now recalling all those moments um when I I was just beating you down more, dude. And I'm like, my bad. But uh now I generally know what that means and what that feels like. And because of that, um, I still like I said, I still don't overly let it like it's taking over me because when I feel it coming, I'm like, okay, no, no, like that's not gonna happen though. Like, you don't take over my body. Like, no, you're not I'm not gonna feel this anxious. I'm not, I'm relax, meditate, let me do this, let me breathe, let me take a walk, let me just think of something else, let me let me in the moment find the air that's running through my hair or something, something to distract me in a way that I'm not going to allow I get it's a it's a mental illness and now I have anxiety, it is what it is, but you're not going to take over my days. You're not going to like things like that and you have in the way I'm talking about it, it's like if it's like a person or something, but in a way it kind of is. It's that inner person inside you that will take over because it is like a disease it's it's something disgusting and if you allow it to to spread it's gonna take over you and if you don't well you're just gonna have to work on it until it mm-hmm. eventually hopefully in time evaporates from you but the weird thing is that from now having it i cannot recall what it felt like when i in a way, didn't have it because now knowing what it is, now I realize that I've had that a lot of my life because of my, you know, childhood and everything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. The way I grew up, there were some events that now I understand that I had moments of anxiety, but because it's, again, so taboo in that type of um, culture, you just, you don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, And I don't remember how I felt on how much I used to push it down. So I don't remember what that feels like anymore because now that I have it, I know and I've accepted it. Um, But the thing is, I'm trying to move past it. Now I've been, um, that's where my spiritual um, alignment has been taking place and practice and reading and meditation. And I honestly did stop taking, um, because, you know, sometimes like for us women, you know, we cramp on our days and things like that. And I'm randomly bringing this in. But (laughs) the reason for that is because, when we have cramps or something, we take, like, an ibuprofen, right? And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm getting cramps. I'm just take ibuprofen. Oh, it didn't help. Let me take another one. Or some Tylenol or a Amidol or something. Eventually, you're taking and taking and taking and taking to where you're low-key just becoming addicted, addicted. And doing all of that, mm-hmm. I honestly had to stop. And you think it might be the minorest thing, but it's not. It It's something that if you slowly and slowly and slowly let it it's gonna take over and that minor little change just letting go of an ibuprofen during my cramping days honestly had started helping me with everything else i started Mm -hmm. to okay this is my body experience my body know my body a little more because trust me when that had took over my mind i didn't feel like i knew who what the heck was going on with my body any little trigger like i would get a cramp or i hit my arm but i would bruise i'm like why did i bruise so easily like what's going on what's wrong with me or start panicking and it's just yeah your
0: body's trying to tell you something you're just trying to numb it yeah you're not even listening
1: and and that alone um is what started to help with with the big changes those little small things in the beginning that you think are like uh no, that started to really help me through this year. So now, you know, I I don't take um any you know pain medication if I don't need to. I stopped drinking alcohol. Um, I I stopped uh, with certain you know with my diet, like no, not as much junk food, not this, not that. Like here and there, of course, yeah, it'll happen, whatever. But not to where that was my religious like part of my meals or anything. Mm-hmm. And slowly, little by little, all of that started helping with me physically with me mentally and it also helped with my my home because what happens at home like the you know i cook i'm the one who cooks and all this stuff so the little changes that happen at home also helped you know my my hubby helped my daughter you know she's four she's growing she needs the right nutrition so i'm actually proud of what had happened because of all the new changes that i have been making is actually beneficial for not, not let alone me now at this age, but also for, you know, the ones I love, which is, you know, my family and, um, and things like that. And those were the changes that I had done. Those are the things I experienced. And to the point where um I know last time you guys were kind of talking about uh, therapy, like things like that. Um I actually, I didn't go to a therapist, but I seeked out a spiritual advisor. And I personally feel like she is now my spiritual advisor because that had helped me a lot. And I love the way um, she actually gave me some homework to do to uh, to open up any, you know, past traumas, any um, open wounds that I had, any inner child traumas. Um, and she gave me a, a list of books for, um, you know, you, you're not just going just to talk to someone to vent. It was more of like they're there to really help you. And she... Mm-hmm. She, I feel like she helped me a lot with that. Um, so this year, I it was more of like, you know what? A lot happened at the very beginning of the year. It was very bad. And I'm very proud of this year because if it wasn't for every, with everything going on, and I know it's horrible what's happening, you know, because COVID, it's the most, it's hard to speak on because we don't understand it fully. And me personally, um, I lost a family member due to it. And it's a hard topic a little bit um, <laughs> because I know this person, very close type of thing, but I personally don't, like, I didn't see them all the time. I don't really know them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it was my grandma my dad's mom. Um, they say it's from COVID. Uh, and in Mexico, it's uh, she lives out in Mexico. So it's not as, unfortunately, um, the hospitals aren't the same as the hospitals here. So... Mm-hmm it's hard on, on that topic because of the fact that I'm like, it feels like I had it. And then now knowing I had a family member um, go from that, they say it's from that. So it's, it's kind of hard, but at the same time, um you know, it, you know, she was a little older. Um, everyone's, we know everyone's time comes when they come and gladly thank the Lord. I was able to, you know, meet her once, twice before. um And, that's the only thing where i'm like okay that's fine like you know our relationship wasn't the greatest but i didn't know her that was a good thing um but because of that aside from that this year has been the best year because of everything happening um i've had more time honestly to now rewire everything that i've used to do on my day-to-day to know oh I got to do this or time manage this, or now I can focus more on my daughter, what she really needs and not one, honestly waited till she started school and just let school be the one to teach her everything because now everyone's being homeschooled. So mm-hmm. now I'm really feel more proud because I always wanted to be an elementary teacher. And now I'm like, well, I can just teach my child and yeah. it'll be fine. It's the same thing and things like that. And she, you know, she's only four. She's not, she's not, um, going to school right now. Um, but I am, you know, overly having her on a schedule and things like that. So that's helped. Um, and then with everything uh, from reading and doing uh, more things for myself, finding more time for myself, um, that's what actually started to uh, to help this year. And that's what helped me, you know, mentally. And now I can say, um, you know, I have anxiety, but I know what to help me, though. Yeah. And I'm not letting it take over. Um, I do used to, you know, get depressed here and there. Um, Also with, uh, I think you mentioned one time you were talking about uh, postpartum depression. I feel like we all had that as well. Um, But again, before I was so used to knowing how to shove everything down Mm -hmm. and to feel, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm strong and not accepting it. Now I'm learning how to accept it and to, you know, move better all my days and things like that.
2: I was just going to ask while you were going through this time and even now being a mom and having a little human, you have to focus on while maintaining yourself. How did you figure out how to add self care to your routine and make sure that you were still taking care of you while taking care of your daughter?
1: So for me, at the time, um, I was just you know still trying to to manage everything where I'm like I'm good, I'm okay because at the same time I I you know was still accepting you know I had you know trouble days, um, but I was still keeping that trait where I'm like hey I have to still be strong I'm not shutting you down but guess what we still got to go through this day and um you know your main thing automatically as, as a mother as anything um uh, you know that eats and poops like that's your baby so like for Vanessa, it's your cat or your dog or whatever you have for me I have my daughter um I had you know you have to get up you have to move about the day to make sure they're okay you know they can't fend for themselves yet so my main thing automatically I just think about my daughter my daughter my daughter but when it started to realize where I'm like okay I still need to do some stuff for me and that's what a lot that my man helped me with too he's like you know you're still your own person, like, you still need to, um, you know, find stuff for you, like, what do you like to do, like, you'd give me ideas, he's like, I see you do this, or I see you do that, like, what do you want to do, and I'm like, I don't know yet, like, I'm still, you know, was struggling to balance everything, and slowly by slowly, I started to just uh, read more, and like, things like that, where I was like, you know what, this is kind of like my time, like even a simple reading a page or or a half or something that little uh little minutes that i got for myself i'm like wait this starting to slowly just like um observe things a little differently that i started to realize oh wait this is kind of like my free time right now oh wait me putting away this and everything and i felt so calm and stuff oh that that was kind of like my free time And then slowly, then trying to time manage it to where I was to, um, for me, I was just uh, really, I guess, in a way uh, to kind of properly answer the the question, I started to focus on time management, time management with when I was at work, when I would get home, what we had to do at home, because I still wanted to keep her on a schedule of like, hey, it's homework time, it's, uh, you know, time to eat, you want to help mommy cook, you want to do this, like, um, okay. Now you did, you know, you worked hard. Now you can play kind of thing because, you know, we're adults now. So we don't have like our parents like, Hey, you have to do this. Hey, you have to do that. No, we're the ones doing that now to our children. So who's going to do that for me? So I had to be very disciplined. I'm like, no, I still need to time manage myself. I still need to do this, this and this. And that's where I was like, Oh, I got some free time here. I gonna make that my free time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have some free time here, and that's where slowly and slowly my free my free time started becoming a little more expanding, and that's where um I started to find myself a little more and things
2: like that. So just a little bit to add into motherhood. but what do you love most about being a mom, and what do you find the most challenging about being a mom
1: so, that, to kind of keep an in with what we are talking about, I'll say the traits, um, specifically what was happening. I love the fact that unknowingly, my daughter is the one who really helped me out through all of that. Because mm-hmm. when I would feel so down, um, and again, coincidence, uh, she was in love with this, at the time, in love with this movie. She still loves it, but just at that time, she was very obsessive over it. Um, It's called Inside Out. It's the Pixar Disney movie. Yeah,
0: I love love that that movie. movie. So
1: (laughs) if you know the characters, you know that there's uh, Joy, who's very happy. There's Sadness, who's very blue and blah. Mm -hmm. There's um, Anger, Fear, and Disgust, right? Yes. Okay. So my daughter, she thinks she's disgust all the time because she just loves her (laughs) in her natural (laughs) thing. But most of the time, she always leans to joy. And she's always like, Mommy, I'm joy. I'm joy. And I'm like, okay, you be joy. But in that time frame, when that all that was happening with me, I it hurt the most. But at the same time, it was very, in a way, comforting. Because she looked at Mommy, and she was like, Mommy, you're sadness. And I'm like, I am. I'm sorry, baby. Like, I don't mean to be sad. But she's like, no, mommy, you're sadness. And it's okay. I'm joy. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we're just characters then. But she unknowingly, like, you know, did that. And it kind of snaps you sometimes. Like, certain things that kids say or something, they'll snap you. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm being like this. Like, oh, I don't mean to, you know? And of course, this goes naturally with adults to adults. We don't know we're being some type of way, but Mm -hmm. kids are just more so. um, Well, my daughter, she's so blunt about everything, just like her mom. (laughs) So she will tell me as it is. And and that's what she did. And for me to, um, in that moment, it, it was the, I, I guess, both of them, the challenging thing because I was like, oh, I don't even, didn't even really realize that I'm over here going through all this and I'm trying my best to like, I got to make sure she's good. But she's seeing it all at the same time. And that was the most challenging to not try to hide it because that was the thing that I didn't want to push it down anymore. I wanted to, okay, how can I move past this? with a child staring right at me like how's mommy doing like she keeps crying like and she'll go to her dad and she's like papi like why is mommy crying like or it got into the point where my dad is very defensive too so she's like papi did you make mommy cry and then he's like i did not make her cry like but i'm just crying because i'm so emotional like even if i'm watching a certain movie or something i'm very emotional person so i cry for everything (laughs) A commercial like it's so bad like if a commercial has that like, music i'm like bawling already so <laughs> she's just naturally like, mommy your sadness and i'm like i know but like i can't help it but at the same time i'm like no you're right like i can't just keep showing her that i'm like okay let's you know but she's like no it's fine i'm joy and i'm like oh okay but <laughs> doing that it, it that's what was the most crazy thing because that was most challenging of being a mom in that situation um with that because it was like okay how can i still function throughout the day without letting my daughter think that yes this is okay but it's not going to take over us we're not mm-hmm. at the same time i don't want to show her those traits i don't want to uh do the wrong that you know we learned as a kid but i don't want her as again to feel like oh this will be an excuse for me no mm-hmm. you just need to you know understand where you can move on and of course she's going to take some time to understand that she's only 4 um She is still very smart, but it's not to that level yet. Um, But the thing is, what I love the most about it is because unknowingly, she's still, oh, mommy, you're sad, but let's, let's color with me or let's play or mommy, you want to play? Or she randomly, what I, in that moment too, it's the most thing that I needed, but I didn't even notice like the, you know, it's unintentional. She would come and sit, um, I would always sit on the bed and. At the time it felt like I couldn't get off from the bed. Like that was just my safe zone. Um, and she came to the bed and she, you know, brought her big old um all her coloring books and stuff. And I love to buy like those giant ones because I personally, you know, I'm a kid inside, so like I think those are the coolest. <laughs> so I got her like the big giant ones and she would bring it and bring her markers or her crayons, and she's like, Mommy, let's color. And she would literally sit on like in between my legs, like as if I was like cradling her again, you know, like as, you know, they're babies. Um, You know, when they're toddlers, you just want to smother them all the time. So she did that. She put the book in front of us and she gave me a crayon. And she had a crayon and she's like, oh, it's color. And that alone is what I love the most because, of course, they don't know what they're doing. They're just mm-hmm. experimenting joy. Like they're just living their life. And with all the spiritual books I've read, like those are what we need to relet ourselves be. We are still mm-hmm. inner kids and for her to have done that, it that was the most loving of it because that's what slowly was, you know, did help me out with that. And I do catch myself sometimes when an anxiety um, moment will kick in and I'm like, baby, let's color. Or like I now I'm the one that's like, let's do okay? something. And I'm letting her show me how to play or how to do this. And that was the biggest, like one of the biggest things when I did talk to my spiritual advisor. Um. So allow my daughter to show me how to replay, how to re-be a kid, how to, because we're still like, no, we're adults, we that's not us no more. But it's like, no, we're still in our kids. And that's the best thing about having kids because you can re-experience all of that again. Mm -hmm. And for for her to have done that, um, that's what helped a lot with it because I loved it because it let me, you know, let my child teach me how Mm -hmm. to be a kid again. And then what the most challenging of it was because I didn't want to show her how much it was affecting me, but I didn't want to shun it away. And I wanted to know, look, I'm okay, I'm crying. And she would come and talk to me, said mommy, what's wrong? And mm-hmm. I would like kind of tell her, you know, not sugarcoat it, but not like full blown, like, oh daughter, this is what's going on. No, like I understand <laughs> that. But I didn't want her to think that oh no everything's fine everything's fine and i'm like no there's you know mommy's mommy's just tired i'm, I'm really sad but this and that kind of thing you know you know that sweet talk that you do to your own kid mm-hmm. um but i wanted to let her you know that challenge of trying to show her but not like overly traumatized or rather, like oh mommy's crying all the time like no but that's that's what it was so that's what i loved and that was the most challenging but it still fit so well together yeah um and that's why that movie Inside Out was like such a big yeah. at that moment for us, because that's what that was. And
0: um, I think that I, I just wanted to mention this, that it's amazing how you're showing your daughter that even though you are struggling, like it's you can overcome it. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are helping each other like she's going to see how strong you are as you're going through. Like if you are cry and then the next day, you know, you're laughing or you're smiling and you're, you're still pushing through, you're still yeah. taking care of her. And you guys are still playing and coloring and she's seeing that it's okay to be sad sometimes, but always pick yourself up and keep moving. She's even though she can't like 100% process that she's it's but insane. it helps
1: with her alone, because as a yeah. child, I'm sure you know, she's not to switch over the topic real quick. But no, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, her like that, like, that way, it shows her like, Oh, I'm sad now. But it's okay because mommy was sad too but she's not sad no more so I'm sad right now but I'm not gonna be sad later and things yeah yeah, you're right it it is like that and yeah yeah, so I hope that answered that question
2: (laughs) no yeah definitely and like Vanessa said that's amazing of you to show her that it's okay to fall down as long as you get back up you know and Mm -hmm. it's okay to cry it's okay to not be okay and it's just like you're showing her I think such a a good balance of it all. And also kids are literally the greatest teachers because I think that with my daughter all the time when I'm in a hurry or I'm doing this or that or whatever it may be. And then she just reminds me to live happily and freely and childlike because like they don't even realize how amazing of teachers they are but sometimes they're teaching us things you know
1: yeah because even the slightest smallest hobbies or anything will be like oh this helps me this is calming me but it's like they're also helping and they're Mm -hmm. being calming and that's what i that's yeah that's um what helped a lot with that when all uh with my anxiety now but even with that traumatic uh depression and everything like that. And so and I want her to know, um, you know, that yeah, it's it's okay, but we as long as you accept it and you can grow from it. That's my mm-hmm. biggest thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I, I fully um fully uh like us you know, how to myself where it's like, you know, just grow. That's what it is. It's just growth. And it's part yeah. of the growth and it's okay um because again i'm like she's growing as it is she's gonna be keep growing and growing but it's Mm -hmm. also mentally yeah you're gonna grow and that's what
0: people think that once you become an adult you stop growing and it's like nope you gotta keep pushing through keep learning every day keep growing every day all the way up until you know our last day Mm -hmm. i think that was also cool that (laughs) i feel like i'm bringing this up way late but You were saying something about how your anxiety, you kind of separate it from yourself. So it's not like, like you accept it, but you're not saying this, I'm my anxiety. You're saying this is the anxiety. I have it, but I'm trying to deal with it. And I'm trying to like, kind of just let it disappear slowly over time until it's not part of me. Yeah. Instead of being it.
1: Yeah. Because because the thing is like, it it goes for. For a lot of it because that's why I had this is just me in general I I naturally look at things like if they're another person um because I am very like I'll think 50 different ways of a situation so that's just Mm -hmm. how I am but um and if anyone's curious I'm a Pisces so that really (laughs) that's like one of the traits that we happen to carry and I will fully accept it because that's what it is um but I had to think of it that way in order to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to the store or something. Let's, mm-hmm. for prime example, I'm going to get in the car. Let's go. But then anxiety is going to fucking come in the passenger seat. And I'm like, uh, no, the fuck? Like, I didn't invite you. You didn't come in. And, things like that. and I have to think of it that way in order for my days to be like, no, you are not going to take over
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I want to be joyful today. I want to be. And even if it's not joyful that day, at least. I knew I tried the best that I can. And that's yeah. one of the biggest in any book I've read, anything spiritual related, anything, um, you know, religious, God, like, you know, because I've been reading the Bible more and things like that. Like anything that I've been um, overly experiencing, everything is just try your best. Just mm-hmm. try your best. And that's the biggest thing. And that's where I'm like, no, you are not going to come into my days. and And I have to look at it that way because, yeah, it's, if you see it in that way if you see like if it's like some like a person or an object you you're still respecting the fact that it's there Mm -hmm. but you're not gonna let it take over you exactly and i think that's what had helped me um not establish in my mind like oh you're me you're i i'm i just i'm a walking anxiety like no Because then, if I get hit by a car, I'm the one still getting hit by the car, not the anxiety. Like you know, so that's what that's what had to help me think of it in that way. I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know if that's gonna be weird to people, but that's just, um, if anything, I hope that helps people see it in that way. But that's the the only thing that I had to yeah do with that so that I can go good with my days. Yeah,
2: I like that. That's in my opinion, it's like saying you know what, anxiety we we're, we're doing this but fuck you because, yeah. <laughs> because you know yeah. like, Google, my life so i like it. it's like a a boss mentality to anxiety like you're not gonna take over not today you know i like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like it i like it uh vanessa did you have any questions you wanted to add
0: I feel like you answered all my questions without yeah. <laughs> me having to ask them and I was like perfect. <laughs> and I know we were
1: on a very short timing because I know I have to start uh, heading out pretty soon because oh, I know I have to go um we actually started doing this before I go to work so uh, I know we're a good time frame right now um and yes if you guys still want me on any other podcast I will gladly even if your audience will love to have me unless unless you guys don't want to hear me no more but uh, <laughs> i would love to come out more and uh mm-hmm. yes definitely hopefully beyond those other topics that we were discussing before this um which would be like the mother one and things like that but, but um but i know um oh sorry no but yeah if you guys you don't want to have me on another time frame i know we can schedule some things uh thank you though for having me i feel very honored um, I do want to say Thank that. You
0: <laughs> Thank you for starting a podcast, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, this it's... is all jazz. Jazz is no, the even. jazz yeah. is the um, <laughs> no <it's> the motivation <laughs> for all of this.
2: No, it's both of us. You didn't give yourself enough credit, girl. <laughs> it's both. Of
0: us. I know.
1: same thing. You um, both are doing amazing. I love it.
2: Thank you for coming on and giving your spill and you're awesome. And I think you're doing an amazing job with your daughter and you just seem like a very, very strong individual. So thank, thank you for you. that. And if you are down really quick before you go, um, we wrote like a this or that question thing. It shouldn't take longer okay. than like a minute. Very serious questions, by the way. So be prepared.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. I, I do this every time. It's really not that serious. I just like to hype it up and then it's all like blue or green.
1: Oh, yeah. Talking about anxiety. Yeah. Nothing's kicking in right now. No. <laughs>
0: <Just kidding. laughs> all right. So green or blue? Um, green. Thanksgiving or Christmas?
1: Um, I'm a fatty, so I love the food,
0: <laughs> but I'm going to have to go with
1: Christmas because I do innerly get excited for the the music and everything else that's more related to Christmas. I love it more.
0: 80s music or old school rap? Oh, my God. That's a tough <laughs> one. You can thank Jasmine for these amazing visit that question. <laughs> amazing- I'm going to have to go with old school rap, though. Like, that's just, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, like, our time period. And then green tea wrap or pumpkin spice latte?
1: Pumpkin spice latte. But no, well, pumpkin spice, but I like it cold not the hot like because mm, i know latte's like hot ice. yeah i prefer cold though but pumpkin spice over anything um what i it?
0: like <laughs> i like green tea jazz already knows i hate fraps so i'm off fra- <laughs> <laughs> and i
1: love that but i love i rather go pumpkin spice though then yeah.
0: yeah i know jasmine loves her preps. <laughs> I love her preps
2: i love i love it all
0: all right reading or writing
1: reading which is funny though because i'm actually trying to write a book but reading though reading (laughs) because then i'll still read it after
0: (laughs) (laughs) um meditation or counseling session
1: right now currently um i'm gonna say meditation i'm still trying to like get one with me and everything Mm -hmm. so meditation right now i think later on that might change but right now meditation
0: girl you and jasmine will be best friends (laughs) all right and then free groceries forever or peace of mind forever
1: oh that's so tough (laughs) because um technically if you have free groceries forever you don't gotta worry about like oh i gotta go grocery shopping and this and that Mm -hmm. and i would have a peace of mind that i am good and stocked um but then of course your your peace of mind
0: i don't know (laughs) i know that's a tough one jasmine always coming out with the tough ones
1: Honestly, I feel like I want to, to go free free groceries for the rest of my life because that will give me peace of mind that I don't <laughs> have to. So that's a two-in-one there. Yeah. I'm, I'm good.
0: I'm, <laughs> yep. Jess, <laughs> you found your loophole. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm a fool. I, Like I said, I'm, I'm a fatty man. I love food. It's fine with me.
0: <laughs> and then lastly, I know earlier you said that you weren't that into like pets, but dogs or cats.
1: I would still have to do dogs over cats though. I don't mind cats, but I personally have never um like grown up more with cats. I've grown yeah. up more with dogs, so I'm yeah. I would still have to be more of a dog person than a cat person. Yeah, but if it's from it's all of those, of uh, in general, I would pick my my old iguana <laughs> Izzy. Iguanas. Yeah,
0: I used to have Let's an iguana. I used to have an iguanas, so I would
1: go for that. <laughs> but out of those two dogs,
0: Cool. I think everybody knows me. I'm cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm both. He is beautiful though.
1: Your cat is beautiful.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Jess is like the all-time animal lover.
2: (laughs) No. Yes. I love Well, I just love them all. I except reptiles. Oh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, but um I hope you enjoyed that, this or that. And just thank you for being on our podcast. And thank you to our guests for listening. Don't forget to follow us (laughs) on the Pod or DM us. Um, tell us how awesome Jalisa is.
1: <laughs> and if you guys yeah. want to hear more from me, or if you don't, I'll still be here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're definitely going to be on <laughs>
1: plenty more.
0: Um, but I just wanted to ask really quickly if there was any anything you want to add to the very end before we go?
1: Yes. Um, I'm very, uh, at the same time, you know, like I want to make everything right and things like that. So it's been taking me a minute to like get everything. I want to have everything first. I'm very uh, picky on that. But uh, I am starting a podcast as well. If you guys uh, also want to listen from there, uh, keep in mind, I will be, you know, I am very honored to be a guest on your guys's um, a lot more. But I hope that, you know, we can make a day where you two can be a guest on my podcast. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> and uh, the podcast is, um, if you guys want to look it up right now, I don't have anything posted. But if you guys want to go ahead and go for it. Um, the Instagram page for right now of it, it's called Vibration of Growth i hope that name alone explained a lot of the way i talked Mm -hmm. um i feel like that just truly it that name alone just uh called for me so Mm -hmm. that with everything growing and growth and my spiritual self now and Mm -hmm. the new change of mindset that i've had based off because of this year and i'm so thankful for it honestly um I just that's when I'm starting and if you guys want to you know eventually hopefully when I put it out there oh uh, mm-hmm. it that's what it would be called um and I'm also trying to write a book as well that has to do with a lot of, of growth things um mm-hmm. spiritual and life just life experiences yeah. um but it has a lot of mixture with poetry in it so mm-hmm. that's in the works um I've been doing that as well and yeah I just wanted to just kind of bring that out there thank you though for letting me say this um
0: And then we'll definitely like tag you um, as soon as we get this episode edited and out and ready to go. And then when we post about it for people to listen, we'll definitely tag you in there. That way you can see.
1: I am so nervous Uh how this is going to sound. I hear my voice (laughs) one way in my head. I don't know how this is going to come out. And I'm over here like going in and out from the mic. So I don't know if you're going to hear me like screaming at you or just talking very quietly. And then I'm all far away
0: and I just keep squeaking. And I'm like, you know what? I need (laughs) to sit on the floor or something. But it's okay. Like, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's supposed to be raw. It's supposed to be real. I mean, we're not like, obviously, we're not in a studio. We're just in my living room. Like, this is all just,
2: I don't know. It's for funsies. We're just trying to spread awareness and be real. Okay. So, that was number eight, guys. Uh, Much love. Good vibes sent your way. And um, hoping all is well in the life of the raw spiel fans but I don't like that word fans I just feel like (laughs) we're not that famous so (laughs) our Rothschild family (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah so um, make sure to um, listen to Jalisa's up and coming podcast and when her book comes through keep an eye out for that Um, and yeah alrighty guys peace out He's out. And das
0: ist der rash spiel